All right. Uh, thank you so much. You're, you're welcome, and I'm sorry. Uh, so our first segment tonight is uh, going to be a fabulous interview uh, with uh, Derek Stevens, who I think is here in the back. So please, Derek, please come forward. Welcome, welcome. Please join me. All right. All right, we have a lot to talk about. Uh, sorry, Mike and Kylie. <laughs> it sounded good on paper. <laughs> it's going to be fun. All right, so, Derek, welcome. Thank you very much. I, I, Hunter, I, I appreciate it. I am honored to be here. Uh, thanks for everyone that came out to the summit. So Hunter, you, Megan, uh, Miss Nomer, uh, Tim, Michelle, thanks. And uh, I am uh, I'm very honored to be here. I, uh, I would be here in, under any circumstance. Um, I'm particularly honored that I'm brought up here today, even though I'm the fill-in for the other keynote guy. <laughs> and I am excited to be up here, although I have to tell you, I was very excited about wondering if you were going to uh, ask uh, John Gray about that marshmallow contract. You know, uh, we had a lot of questions planned, and uh, I, my first card does say... Great hair, but uh, <laughs> I guess uh, so. We'll just have to move on. Um, we are in your house, but I do have a lot of questions, uh, especially about circuit because you know it's going up right down the street, and uh, there's a lot. I think yeah, it's very exciting, um, but there's a lot we don't know, and uh, I'm really curious about it. So w my first question is: When did the planning process for circuit start, and specifically, did it start? when you knew that you could potentially get access to that land, or did you know that you wanted to do something before that parcel became available? No, I mean, what happened was, um, you know, we had the opportunity um, brought, brought to us by Jonathan Jossel at, at the plaza, and when it hit the newspaper that they were going to turn the Las Vegas club into a CVS, I kind of jumped out of my seat, <laughs> and uh, we made Jonathan an offer that uh, he, had to, he, uh, he decided to accept. So, so really what happened then, and, and I think I've said this a couple times, but uh, you know, we were thinking about renovating the Las Vegas club, and we were x-raying the building and all that, but during that time period, we had the opportunity to talk to uh, the individual that owned uh, Mermaids and La Bayou and Glitter Gulch, and then he was willing to sell, and that kind of changed the scope of everything. And then once we had the whole city block, then we talked to Boyd, and, uh, and they were willing to sell us the land where we're, uh, where we're building Garage Mahal. I, I will admit, I was very, very, very wrong. I remember when you bought that parcel, I was like, there's no way they're going to knock those buildings down. They'll refurb them. They'll fix them up. There's just no way they're going to start from scratch. And you really surprised me. It's a big commitment to start literally to demo demolish everything and start from scratch. Yeah, I mean, I mean, demo in the Vegas Club, that, that was a real big project. Uh, our, our demo guys were out here when, uh, when they had to demo... Um, uh, glitter Gulch. I think it took them about 45 minutes and, and a little bit of a and a heavy wind. There was not much left of that place. It was well used up. So, 
I'm, I'm very curious about the planning process, the design process, and how you size the project. Because, it, correct me if I've got these numbers wrong, but uh, it's a billion dollar investment, give or take, right? And uh, you are opening with 511 rooms. You've got room for a couple hundred more. But that's still, even at 700-ish, that's a million four a room. When Las Vegas opened at a million dollars a room, that's a significant investment. How did you decide to make that investment in this market, in this spot? Well, I mean, a couple things play into those numbers. Um, you know, I, I was up here, fortunately, a couple years ago, and I talked about, uh, I talked about um, my, my thought process on parking. And I always thought parking um, in Vegas and in a lot of cities was lousy. And uh, I always, I said a couple years ago, I, thought, I think there's a better parking experience out there. And then what happened was, you know, you've got ride sharing taken off with Uber and Lyft. And all of a sudden we decided to come up with this, uh, with this concept uh, called Garage Mahal. But really what it is, it's, it's, uh, it's gonna be really the transportation hub for, uh, for all of Las Vegas. And uh, I mean, particularly downtown. So when you, when, you, when you take a look at what the cost of the project is, um, I'd say generally, per, particularly the Wall Street measurables are cost per key, other things like that. But for us, we've got a lot of things that, that don't go into it. Garage Mahal being one of them, um, our outdoor pool concept, which is, uh, which is a substantial element of the investment, and then uh, the world's biggest sports book and stuff like that. So it's We're a lot more than that. What? We're going to get to that. I have uh, questions about the sports book. Um, so you're, you're confident about the investment and the market and how things are going to go? What a loaded question. Yes. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not up here saying, oh, God, I'm shitting a brick. That would be newsworthy. Uh, okay. So in term, when you were designing this project, were you looking to top every top? be the top project on Fremont Street, be the top project in, in how, how did you determine how you were gonna build? You, you obviously had a choice. You could you know, build a certain scale, how much you were gonna spend, what market you were gonna try to address. How did you pick that and where do you think it's gonna fit? Well, I mean, I, mean, uh, I think there's a lot of elements to that question. Um, you know, 511 rooms is what we open with. We'll open with uh, seven shelled floors where we're going to determine a couple years in whether we're going to bring in more standard rooms or more suites. So we want to make that decision after the property kind of gets up and running. But when you think about 511 rooms, we're building a pool to hold 4,000 people. So there's a different element of, of a concept that I'm really trying to play in on, on certain things that are very, very Las Vegas. And... Uh, you know, 325 days of sunshine. I think it's the, it's, it's, it's the greatest city in America for something like this. We're trying to build something that, you know, you're not going to build it in Milwaukee, Detroit, or, or somewhere else, you know. And we're, we're bringing a sports concept in. And right now, some of the greatest, the greatest destination pools are all, are all the EDM pools. And we're trying to do something that's a little bit more for everybody. Um, we're going we're gonna to focus in on fun. And, uh, you know, we're not going to be involved in a Marshmallow or Zed or Tiesto contract, but we're going to play a lot of music. We're going to have a lot of fun. I, I think they're available. <laughs> uh, so you mentioned the sports book. I will confess I'm not a uh, big sports fan or a sports gambler, but I know that you are very into that stuff and you're building a, a palace. Uh, how did you decide that that was going to be a focal point of the casino, especially when, you know, at least your, your, your peers downtown, that's, that's not necessarily a huge part of that? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I've uh, I've always thought that if uh, we had the opportunity and had the right scale, that we would have an opportunity to build a sports book. And I, this is something that goes back for me a long, long time. I mean, where I remember walking into the Las Vegas Hilton and seeing that sports book and going, "Holy smokes, this place is unbelievable!" If you're a sports fan, it's a pretty amazing place to spend a day. And then you know, Caesar's Palace had a great sports book at one point in time, and and, and for me, it had a big impact. Really, on my life and my thought process, because that moment, those are the moments that I'll never forget, that wow moment. So, really, what we wanted to do is we think now with sports gambling um, now being legal in many, many more states, that sports is going to be a growing, uh, a growing industry um, in, in Nevada as well as around the country. And we wanted to create something that, that really is the world's biggest, world's best sports book in a place where people want to fly to Las Vegas. And, and, and come out here and spend a weekend and things like that. So we think it's a, you know it's it's a destination sports book. And a lot of what we're doing at Circa is trying to create these other destination reasons why you would want to make a decision to come to Las Vegas. Excellent. So you, I, I have not followed the legislation. So in in your opinion, that will expand, and you think that you're going to build potentially a national brand for for sports gambling? Well, I mean, I think I think the fact that now it's legal in New Jersey, Mississippi, and many other states. I, I think sports, sports as a whole, um, the amount of sports betting is really, really growing. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that because it's now legal in New Jersey and Mississippi and other states, now it's on TV all the time. Now if you're watching ESPN or, 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 or Fox Sports, now they're putting the lines up. Yeah. As soon as they put a lineup on a game on television, it gives everybody uh, an idea. Either you think the line is too high or too low, so you want to make a bet. So it's really because of the media element talking about sports is really why I think sports overall in the whole country is really growing. How do you think that the NFL coming to Las Vegas is going to change the casino environment? Um, you know, I think, uh, I think the Raiders coming um, will be great. I, I think, uh, you know, every year, you know, you're going to have Kansas City, Denver, and uh, L.A. Chargers coming to town, plus five other teams. So it's going to, it's going to be another um, great element of, uh, of events for Las Vegas. Um, I, I actually think that the Golden Knights um, have a bigger impact on Las Vegas than, than what the Raiders will. Why is that? Um, a lot of it has to do with quantity. A lot of it has to do with um, different destinations of people coming into town. And, and um, you know, it's not, not as if, uh, if the Raiders, let's just say it's a year from now, and this weekend the Raiders are playing on Sunday. It's not really, um, it's not, I mean, the whole, the, the city sold out basically, you know, so the, the one great thing about the Golden Knights is, you know, they play games on Mondays, Tuesdays, you know, and on all days of the week. So it brings a lot of people out and, and they stay for a few days. Um, it's just, it's, you know, it's not, it's not like uh, there's, you know, an extra 80,000 hotel rooms available right. on an October Sunday. I'm curious, uh, you have been, you bought it into Golden Gate quite a few years ago now, uh, have been running the D for quite a while. You're building Circa. How has the Circa development process changed how you think about running your existing hotels? Well, you know, I, I, guess, uh, I guess maybe we're a little bit different in, in the perspective uh, of, um, you know, I love our team. We, we like being on the floor. We like being operational. Um, I'm not really uh, a deal maker where... where where I'm trying to build something and then sell the ground underneath underneath of it or anything like that. Who would do that? <laughs> um, no, we we, uh, we 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 love operating businesses, and uh, you know we we've always tried to 
probably focusing on fun and and uh, um, and obviously, I mean, you know, I, I, I try not to take myself or or, uh, or anybody too seriously. We just, you know, we're just kind of regular regular group of uh, regular team, and and uh, we have a hell of a lot of fun trying to come up with ideas and, and try to grow a business. So I know uh, we're all very curious about what the room product will be like at Circa. Can you tell us tell us what you ha- give us a give us a picture? Well, I, I would tell you the one thing I've always thought is you know downtown's only got six thousand rooms out of one hundred and fifty thousand rooms in Vegas. So there's a certain demand. So we're we're building some room product um, that kind of meshes in with with what we don't have. Um, we're going to have a, a disproportionate amount of suites. Um, you know, I have to go to my uh, host meeting every Friday, and uh, all the hosts are arguing. My player needs this. I got to do that, and you know, it gets it gets a little testy sometimes. Um, so we're going to have a lot more suites. Um, our standard rooms are uh, are going to be great. I think we're going to average about four hundred and uh, four hundred and fifty square feet for the for the standard rooms. They're all going to have great views, and um, you know, I think probably the thing that maybe maybe changes them. Is, is that, you know, when you think about hotels that were designed 30, 40 years ago, and, and I probably might have the best perspective of anybody when you think about the Golden Gate designed in 1905. Right. Think about how tall those, those guys were 100 years ago. They almost have been this tall because everybody now is about a foot and a half taller. So I will have very high ceilings. Showers aren't going to be hitting you in the chest. And... And I think that kind of kind of separates things. I mean, it's not as if you can do a room reno at at um, you know another property on the strip and say, hey, we got we have to have we need a room product that's for today's customers. We need to expand expand the ceiling heights by eight inches for every floor. You just can't do that. So so it's going to be more of a modern you know a modern touch. Um, we're going to make sure our damn Wi-Fi works. We're going to have a great DAS system. Um, we're building a hotel so that everybody can live stream what they have to and, and, and things like that. So there's a lot of thought process that went into those things. I, uh, I have some trademark filings I'd like you to, to comment on. Uh, so you can uh, That's choose. why I brought two drinks up here. I figured, I figured, all right. So you can, you can choose to, uh, to uh, comment how you'd like. So I'll read these off. Vegas Vickies, Stadium Swim, Icon Lounge, Legacy Club, Overhang and of course Girth Bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is my dramatic pause, trying to make sure. Now that you basically ruined the life of my whole PR and advertising department right there. Uh, no, I mean with the, these are all names. You know, we've um, we've uh, we've uh, filed uh, filed uh, for some rights um, on a handful of names, um, a handful of uh, you know restaurants and uh, and bars and, and other things like that. Some some are, some will happen. Um, some some won't. Uh, some will happen. Some won't. But. Uh, but I do get a little bit of fun having my uh, trademark attorneys <laughs> sign up for something. They ask me, what do you do? Just do it and shut up. <laughs> um, 
But uh, yeah, some will happen, some won't, and uh, and and actually, um, just just being totally fair to everyone, not all of not all the names of our venues have actually been finalized yet. So, so uh, if you if you keep up to date, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're going to see a few in the next three four months because we're still kind of working through some of the, some of those elements. So, uh, speaking of dining, especially, how do you decide what kind of mix of restaurants you want to offer? Right? I mean, a state, there's we think of some traditional. Uh, offerings for a casino resort, steakhouse, maybe Italian place, a buffet. I mean, there's a lot of the traditional stuff. But how do you? You're in a meeting. You're, you're picking what you're, what's going to be in your hotel. How do you? What? How do you do that? Yeah, I think I think really, um, you know, you have to try to come up with the themes and what the right mix is for a for a hotel casino. Um, and then, uh, really, really, uh, one thing one thing for us um, and for me in, in particular is that. I like having uh, independent independent uh, owners. So uh, at some point, probably in the end of the first quarter next year, we're going to announce the names of the six restaurants. We're going to announce the names of the owners. We're going to announce the names of the chefs, and uh, we're going to kind of have a um, little PR PR event with that. But really, um, I think everybody's going to really like the like the six different companies that we companies individuals that that brought in. Um, they are all. Um, extraordinary characters. So are we talking existing brands, new concepts, a mix of both? Um, the, there, will, um, there won't be any change in, in, in the restaurant, and they'll all be, uh, all be um, pretty well-known um, like individual owner-operators that will be part of the deal. Okay. Uh, if you were going to put it into a capsule, who do you think is the market for Circa? I mean, I, I was walking by today, and it's exclusive but inclusive. I, I'm paraphrasing. But uh, how would you how would you say it? You know, I mean, when I came here and bought the Golden Gate, you know, in 06 and got licensed in in, in 08, um, downtown's changed, and I think we're seeing it around the country. Um, you know, a lot more people want to live in the downtown areas. Um, if if we had a chance, that guy lives here. <laughs> if uh, if we had a chance today, let's just say you know that that old property where Riviera was. If we had a chance to build Circa on that site on, on Las Vegas Strip, um, I, I, I never would have done that. Um, there's an element about downtown that I really like. and I mean, I, obviously, I also like the fact there's 20 million people that walk up and down the street. And this is the second most visited uh, tourist destination in America after Times Square. So I think this is the right property at the right, the right time and the right location. So I, I just kind of love downtown Las Vegas. I'm interested in that market. Yeah, no. I'm, uh, I'm interested in that marketing strategy because um, you are openly encouraging people to watch us build this place. You've got the webcam, you've got the little portholes. I mean, it's like, please, you know, let's everybody take a part in this. That's not necessarily the way that people have done it in the past. I remember when Las Vegas opened and there was big walls around and please stay away. So do you see that as an opportunity to get people excited? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's a way to get people excited, but also, you know, we don't have a huge staff, so I don't want to overthink this. This kind of just evolved, <laughs> kind of like a lot of our life. But, uh, but no, I, I love the fact that people are watching on the webcam, and, and uh, it's kind of cool to watch something, something come together. This, was, this wasn't something you could have done. I mean, I, I mean, today I wish I could have seen uh, Bellagio being built, but, uh, yeah. but, you know, that technology wasn't around. So I just think it's a good way for everybody to be a part of kind of what's coming up. And, uh, and I'm, I'm, I mean, the fact that anybody's actually watching from time to time, I think is pretty cool. Very fair. Um, uh, what part of the hotel are you most excited about? I know you're a big sports fan. You can't say the sports book. I'm, what else? What, else, what are you most excited about? I, uh, I mean, again, um, I, think, I think the one thing you're going to see with, uh, 
with our with our pool. Um, one thing I think in Vegas that's always happened was pools were always built as an amenity to a hotel. And, you know, if you go to any of the nice hotel pools, what do you have to do? you got to show your room key. And it's just really an amenity to a hotel, and that's it. We're doing something a little bit different, more of a destination-style um, pool. It's an outdoor pool, theater, amphitheater, however you want to put it. Um, but it's a destination element. I mean, like I said, 4,000 people is what we're banking on per day. We only have 511 rooms. So I think we're going to create uh, create a lot, of, uh, a lot of opportunities for people to have fun outside and... Uh, you know, have a cigar, have a smoke, have some drinks, and uh, you know, you just you don't have to love you don't have to love uh, Calvin Harris or something like that or, or or Zed. I like that stuff, but but I mean, a lot of people don't. I mean, I think there's a lot a lot of elements about going outside and uh, having some drinks and, and, and enjoying uh, enjoying Vegas in a safe environment where you can have a lot of fun, have a few drinks. All right, I have two more questions. Um, the first one is, let's see, easy one or hard one? Maybe, e- but maybe they're both easy. Um, will you open on time? Slash, what will you open on time? <laughs> the uh, the good thing is, you know, we we've been working on this project for a while, and uh, in January of this year is when we announced that we would open in uh, on December of 2020, and. I've been fortunate that every uh, interview I've done, um, I usually close it by saying, as of right now, we are right on time. So I think uh, I think actually uh, David Rosbro put out some uh, renderings of of things of yeah, they're of, right outside. Of, it's really just it's concrete pours, but I thought that'd be appropriate because you guys love all this type of stuff. So, <laughs> so, but you know we've been following this schedule just dead nuts on and and. And uh, I feel really good with uh, with our with our project managers and trade builders, and they're on top of things. And and as of today, I can tell you, um, we are right on time for December of 2020. Fantastic. My last question: Have you already picked out your cabana, and can I come hang out with you? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely and absolutely. <laughs> All right, thank you guys so much. Please give Derek a hand. He's the reason we're all here, so please thank him. And again, just to tell everybody, I thank you guys so much for coming here. I, I love this group so much. I've told a few of you in the last uh, day or so, I am, uh, I'm so, uh, so honored to be kind of a part of the group. And uh, thanks, for, uh, thanks for a lot of the input over the years. You guys have had a lot of input of what's going into Circa. From one, from one point or another. So I just want to tell you guys, thank you all very much.